Welcome to the Ross Weekly, where we present to you the latest happenings and upcomings in the Ross community, paired with a brief dive into both a Ross student and Ross club's background. I'm one of your hosts, Robert Loop, and with me, I have Alex Abrams. Alex, how are you doing today? Hey, Robert, I'm doing great. How about yourself? Doing great, doing great. Watched a lot of college basketball over the weekend. All right, and we have, as our special guests today, Bunmi and Gachora. And we have um, the privilege of being able to talk with them about uh, Afrobeats, which is coming up this week. So first off, getting back to college basketball, um, number one seed Michigan men's team beat Texas Southern 82 to 66 over the weekend. They are playing tonight, Monday, March 22nd, and uh, hoping they can make it to the Sweet 16 and pretty far into the tournament. Alex, do you have any takeaways from the first game of the tournament for Michigan? No, they look strong. Um, the loss of Isaiah Livers during the conference tournament is definitely a tough one, but they came out, they took care of business. Game got a little bit closer than expected in the first round, but they did what they needed to do and then got a tough matchup tonight against LSU, but hopefully they can take care of business and move on to the Sweet 16. Absolutely. Tough showing for the Big Ten overall, but I don't care that much. I'm not a Big Ten fan. I'm a Michigan basketball fan, so hopefully Michigan stays strong through the tournament. Okay, Alex, you've got some big events coming up for us this week. I do. Let's talk about what's happening around campus. Wednesday from 7 to 8.30, MBSA has virtual escape rooms. At this point, we've all probably feeling pretty ready to escape COVID. So what better way to celebrate the last quarter this year with some virtual escape rooms? The rooms all have different themes, and you can sign up with a group of your friends or individually, and we will match you up. This will be a very engaging experience as you will be the awesome tactical team guiding a real live person through an actual escape room while they transmit information back to you to solve clues. This is a great way to let your competitive nature shine and see if you can beat all the other Ross teams and escape first. So cool kind of take on your traditional escape rooms in a COVID safe environment. Make sure you sign up for that. It, again, it's going to be Wednesday from 7 to 830. Also Wednesday from 5 to 630. Michigan businesswomen will be hosting a 90-minute introductory session with Poker Powher founder, Jenny Just. Jenny is also the co-founder of a multi-billion dollar investment firm, Mama4, and a Ross alum. This 90-minute kickoff will include an overview of Poker Powher and the overlap between the skills that allow for success in both poker and business. They will end on a quick intro to poker and play a game to close things out. Everyone who attends this session will be eligible for four free poker lessons over the next four weeks. No poker experience is required and no money transactions will be allowed. Make sure you check in for that. Let's move on to Ann Arbor events. Tuesday, March 23rd through March 28th, we have the 59th annual Ann Arbor Film Festival. The Ann Arbor Film Festival is the oldest avant-garde and experimental film festival in North America, founded in 1963. It is internationally recognized as a premier forum for independent filmmakers and artists. Each year's festival engages audiences with remarkable cinematic experiences. The Ann Arbor Film Festival receives more than 3,000 submissions annually from more than 65 countries and serves as one of a handful of Academy Award qualifying festivals in the United States. This six-day festival presents 40 programs with more than 180 films from over 20 countries of all lengths and genres, including experimental, animation, documentary, fiction, and performance-based works. Given the current circumstances, this year's event is going to be virtual, of course. So be sure to check online for details for how you get logged into this amazing event. 
They've had several prominent artists and filmmakers come through in the last, during their history. So if you're a big film buff, make sure you check it out. Also, Wednesday, March 24th from 12.30 to 1.30, we have Inside the Cartel Project, The Power of Collaborative Investigative Journalism. In 2012, Mexican journalist Regina Martinez was murdered in her home. She had been reporting on the links between drug cartels, public officials, and thousands of individuals who had mysteriously disappeared. Eight years later, her investigations were published simultaneously around the world as The Cartel Project. Forbidden Stories, a nonprofit newsroom created by Laurent Richard during his year as a Knight Wallace Fellow at the University of Michigan, organized the project, secretly bringing together an international network of journalists dedicated to continuing the work of Martinez. 60 reporters from 18 countries followed her lead to expose a global network of Mexican drug cartels and their political connections around the world. So for the event itself, you're going to tune in for a behind-the-scenes look at the global investigation. Join the journalists who made it happen. So we have Laurent Richard, Dana Priest of the Washington Post, and Jorge Carrasco, editor of Mexican news magazine Proceso, and a longtime friend of Regina Martinez. They will share how collaborative journalism can keep alive the work of reporters who are silenced by threats, censorship, or death. So again, make sure you tune in for that. It's going to be a virtual event, Wednesday, 1230 to 130. And lastly, also Wednesday from 530 to 630, Hebel & Co. have a free halva tasting at Zingerman's. So please join Zingerman's for this free halva tasting event. Halva is a delicious confection that originated in the Middle East, and it typically is made with sesame or a nut base. They're particularly smitten with the flaky, cottony, crispy, airy, Melt on your tongue lusciousness of the halva from Hebel & Co. Handcraft, these Hebel & Co. family handcrafts their halva in Los Angeles with organic ingredients, no preservatives, and no artificial flavors. And if you aren't familiar with halva or you've never eaten a piece that makes you describe halva as a moth-watering hoot nanny, their words, not mine, then this tasting is for you. Scott Hebel, founder of Hebel & Co., will share his love of halva, the history of his company, the products they make, and some ideas of how to use them. And thanks to the generosity of Hebel & Co., Zingerman's is offering this virtual tasting event for free. The first 75 people in the Ann Arbor area to sign up will get free samples to taste along or tune in from anywhere to learn more about this product. So Action Pack Week in Ann Arbor. Robert, can I turn it back over to you to get to our guests for today's interview? Yes, thank you, uh, Alex, for that great reading. Our guests have been patiently waiting and we're really excited to have them on now. So first off, uh, Bunmi, maybe tell us a bit about yourself, and um, later we're really excited to hear about Afrobeef. Yeah, thank you, Robert and Alice, for having us today. Um, my name is Bumi Fatudu. I am an MBA one, and I will be the president of African Business Club for the 2021-22 year. I am originally from Nigeria, moved to the U.S. Um, to go to college. And after that, I, um, in college, I studied chemistry. And after that, I worked in the downstream oil and gas industry for um, a little over seven years, um, doing research in refinery things. <laughs> and um, really enjoyed my time, decided to come to business school to pivot my career into more operations consulting. So I am a member of the Comprehensive for Global Operations here at Ross and also involved in other different things. Um, so excited to be here. Thank you for having us again. Of course. Awesome. Um, Gachora, over to you. 
Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Robert. Uh, it's actually my second time with the podcast. Excited to be back. Um, as some of our viewers will remember, I am originally from Nairobi, Kenya, and a former architect. I would like to call myself a recovering architect. I found out late towards the end of my career that I was more interested in solving business problems than solving architectural problems. So I came to business school to transition into consulting, and I'm excited to be heading out to McKinsey over the summer. Um, with regards to this episode, I'm also really excited to be the incoming VP of events for the African Business Club. Uh, and I'm very excited to be having this conversation about one of our, I guess, flagship events as the African Business Club, which is Afrobeats. Um, thank you as well, you know, for having us back. Um, very excited about what this podcast has been evolving to be. I, I find the the little tidbits and information pieces on what's happening during the week to be very helpful. I, for one, am just overwhelmed by the avalanche of emails. So like, good job, guys. Awesome, Thanks awesome. So much. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Alex. Well, I was just gonna say, um, we're super excited to have you both on here. Um, and let's get into the event now that the, the audience has gotten to meet you. So let's talk about Afrobeats. I think first and foremost, we'd love for you to give a little bit of an overview of what y'all have going on with it. Um, talk a little bit more about the event for us, please. Absolutely, Alex. So um, Afrobeats is, uh, is, is, is a celebration of rhythm, music, and dance. Um, and we try to host it the African way, which means everyone is invited and no skill is required. So a little bit of history. Um, this is the third Afrobeats event that we're having. The first one was held in November 2018. And um, you know the last two events were held obviously in a different format when we were in person and they'll be held at Club Nectar. Um, and the format is that um, we invite um, people to register either as, as dancers or as choreographers or, um, or just as viewers. And what happens are people go to the club and, and dance and then the different teams um, that are coalesced around the different choreographers would compete and then the people would vote for their best uh, team. I mean, in the process, you'd have a ton of fun and love and learn a, a, a lot of dope African moves. Um, so, you know, this, this year, obviously, it's kind of different because, you know, it's virtual. So we are inviting you people to register uh, to watch um, a lot of people. Um, please register because I'll be dancing. So please register because it will be really funny. I am an African with literally no rhythm, which, which actually leads me to suspect my true genuine Africanness. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's, that's what I can say, unless I'd love to hear what Bumi has to say. She, she has the true rhythm, so she, should, she, should, she really should be the one leading this conversation. I, uh, no, I would say that I, I, I have rhythm in my head. I don't think that it translates in real life to good rhythm that um, professional dancers would, you know, call rhythm. So we'll see. Um, we did, I did sign up um, to dance. So yeah, come watch me and it will be very funny, I'm sure. So come. So for for someone who wasn't able to make it, maybe a, a first year this year that wasn't able to attend last year, uh, kind of maybe tell them a bit more about what they're going to expect in the virtual format. Are you going to be dancing with other people in in a location live? Is it a recording? Yeah, great question, Robert. Um, I'm actually mostly looking forward to finding that out. So what we did is that we in we 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 gave liberty to the teams to decide on how they would record themselves. And, and what format they would use. So that's up to the creativity of the teammates. I think it will be a little bit similar to the Diwali celebration that was held last year, 
Um, so that's generally what you could expect, but um, we definitely give a lot of liberty to teams to experiment and 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 come up with really creative ways of just you know um, rocking with this virtual environment. I think you know we've we've all been dealt um, you know kind of like a very difficult hand the last one year, but as true rosters we have adapted and 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 shape shifted to the environment. So I'm I'm excited about what that could be, uh, but. If for you know for someone who has didn't attend last year, you can definitely expect at least two hours of fun. So the first star will be kind of will be reviewing and watching your classmates dance and voting for for them. So please show up to vote for you know for people just to encourage them that, that, that they did not embarrass themselves in vain. Um, and then the last hour we'll, we'll, we'll have DJ Mazi who will be on the decks and just spinning out. And I guess the, the last thing I would wanna just encourage people is that we also gonna be rewarding people to watch, encouraging people to watch in you know, COVID um, responsible pods. And we will be giving awards for the most creative, most interesting, most fun pods. So you know, gather a bunch of your friends and register as pods uh, to kind of just watch it. And then you know, in the last one, I just you know, celebrate uh, music that we can all kind of gather around and, and share something common. I think that's something we certainly have missed at Ross. Awesome. And Gachora, so the, the other uh, podcast episode you were on was for attending Ross in a pandemic. And I know you're attending from a very different time zone. Um, what is it like planning a major event in a pandemic? Um, and it's 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 been it's been really um, um, I guess um, touch and go and and uh, a lot of practical learning on the go if I could say it that way. Um, I think you know since most of the things that happened last year or the previous years are not necessarily applicable to 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 this event, um, we've had to really be innovative. Uh, but I found uh, leaning on um, I guess my fellow board members and and just. Just general rosters um, to be uh, to be really helpful. Um, just to update everyone, um, so I did make it to the US um, in early January and spent two wonderful months at uh, in Ann Arbor, uh, which for which I enjoyed the winter uh, much to my surprise. I traveled back to Nairobi at the beginning of March uh, just to help my family get ready. Um, as viewers remember, I have a wife and now ten month old son. He just turned ten months yesterday. Um, so we'll, we're really looking forward to coming to Anaba in the spring. Uh, my son really loves the outdoors, so that's going to be so awesome. Um, we're looking forward to participating in some of the activities um, um, that the Ross Outdoor Club and other clubs are for sure are going to be hosting. I think the Outdoor Club, for example, is hosting the, uh, they're looking at doing our, our scavenger hunt this month. So I'm really excited about that. <laughs> Um, so I'm looking forward to being in the same time zones as other Rosses. I think the time zone has been interesting. I, just a, uh, an anecdote, I, I did my, the last, you know, one of the last practice sections we had with our dance group for, it was nighttime for me. So I had to rig up a, a bunch of lighting and figure out, you know, what, you know, how I look at like in lighting. So these are skills I didn't expect to learn at Ross, but you know, this is, this is one of the other reasons you come across and you, know, you never know what you're going to learn. Absolutely. And I, I love your excitement for the, uh, the nice spring weather that's uh, starting to arrive in Ann Arbor. Uh, definitely a great amount of outdoor activities over here that I've uh, learned to appreciate. I don't consider myself much of an outdoor person, but definitely explored a lot of the walking trails and parks and things like that around town. Um, Bunmi, maybe for, for a prospective student or someone who's, who's not a current Rosser, maybe could you tell our listeners a bit in general about the Africa Business Club uh, maybe some of the other uh, big 
events you put on uh, throughout the year? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Africa Business Club basically is a um, club where we aim to give um, some kind of educational and social content to the community here at Ross about Africa as a continent. So um, this year we are planning to have um, a bunch of events that would kind of educate people on the happenings in Africa in terms of business, how business is conducted, also like in different industries, um, what is available for people that are either from the continent as well as in, just in generally interested um, in working on the continent. Um, some of the other events that we have, so we had um, a bunch of social events um, this semester. We had a sledding whenever we um, had snow, very interesting Africans playing in snow. Um, <laughs> that's not something we get um, back, you know, on the continent. And so it was nice to have a cross between Africans as, as well as just um, the general members of African Business Club, um, not necessarily Africans come out to play, to play and just get to meet people. We also have Jollof Wars. Typically, um, traditionally, we would have Jollof Wars in the spring as well, um, where um, students who will sign up to compete and cook Jollof rice, which is a traditional West African dish. And so um, this year, we're still kind of evaluating how we would be go going about that. I think we would kind of defer that event to next year. Um, in the fall, we would be planning a bunch of speaker series and um, just generally giving information about happenings as well as um, business information on the continent. So looking forward to many more educational and social content. That's great. I uh, was out of town when the sledding occurred, but I saw it all over Instagram and was very jealous. It was like the perfect day to go sledding. It was, it was, it was beautiful. Yes, right in the, uh, it was in the Arboretum, right? Yes, it was. Yeah, it was a perfect winter day. Um, well, I think that's pretty much it. It, it. Any other kind of parting words for our listeners about to get excited about Afrobeats? Yes, absolutely. So, um, you know, music is something that cuts across different cultures, different countries, and um, it's it's just a part of our lives. So, I know Afrobeats um, is a, I would say, genre that is you know, becoming more popular with the, you know, with people like Whiskey, Bonaboy, um, those two actually, very proud of them, they just won the Grammys, um, um, this last, the 63rd Grammy ceremony. Um, so, but it's something that I'm very excited that people are beginning to experience um, because it's just very jubilant music that we, you know, we invite people of all cultures um, and countries to um, partake, you know, and enjoy with us. Um, sometimes it's like infusion of local languages and slangs and pidgin English, but it's just the rhythm just gets you going. And so I encourage you guys to sign up for the event and also um, just check out, um, Spotify has a lot of playlists and um, check out some playlists that could help with your workout or your alone time and just dance and enjoy. Awesome. Well, Gonmi and Gachora, thank you so much for Joining us today, Alex, do you want to close us out? Absolutely. So again, thank you to Bumi and Gashora as well. 
Again, Afrobeats takes place Thursday, March 25th at 8 p.m. So make sure you shine up for that via campus groups and be sure to check it out. We will have two of them starring uh, in there. So make sure you, you take a look for them as well. Uh, I think that they're both underselling the dance talents. But again, thank you to both of them for being with us here today. So Robert had a ton of fun with you today. Um, the Weekly is a production of Business Beyond Usual. Make sure that you subscribe to us across Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. As always, ton of fun with you, Robert. And we look forward to being back with you next week. Have a great week.